don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And we just wrapped up day three of the Santa Claus rally just coming to a close here today. Remember, the Santa Claus rally, we talk about it here every year, but it's easy to forget, is actually the last five days of the year and the first two days of the following year. So we are just three out of the seven days into this so far. And for most of our major indexes, we are, or I think all of our major indexes actually, we are higher than we were three days ago, uh, even with a little bit of sideways action in there. But this is the best seven-day period historically for the markets. Best seven days of the entire year. Uh, We still think we're going to get a pretty nice rally into the beginning of 2022. And I'll I'll I'll, I'll cover some of that, or a lot of that, here in today's podcast. Uh, But first, let's take a look at our markets and what we saw in today's action. The Dow just closed higher for its sixth straight session today. Uh, really good action we've beginning from the NASDAQ, now just about 90 points away from its all-time high here. But we have seen a little bit of some back and forth from the NASDAQ, now closing lower for its second day in a row. I'll get to that here in a second as well, but we continue to see Mixed and negative internals, especially in the NASDAQ, which is not what you want to see uh, going in to this very bullish period here, especially when we're so close to all-time highs as well. But the good news here is that looking ahead towards 2022 and really the beginning of the year, we see a lot of bullish factors for our market. First of all, like I said, four days left here in the Santa Claus rally. Then, as we head into New Year, the New Year, there is a mountain of money that will soon be headed into stocks. We wouldn't be surprised to see that happening in the final two days of the year as well. A lot of people like to try to front run uh, you know, the January effect where this beginning of not only a new month, where we typically get heavier fund flows as well, the beginning of a new quarter, also typically higher in fund flows, but also the end of the year. Once we get into the new year, these are three major times all lining up together that we get every year uh, to get a ton of money into the market and some really interesting stuff on that here in a second as well. So the way we see it, now that we're past day three of the Santa Claus rally, last two trading days of the year coming up here, the market should soon begin to discount these massive levels of funds. So we continue to look for a nice move higher into the weekend. Uh, you know, Really uh, tough to predict the day-to-day actions of the market You know, two days out because it really depends a lot on tomorrow's action um, and, and so much in there. We're not day traders per se. Uh, but I'll go ahead out there and say it, that we would love to see a strong rally into year end here for the Santa Claus rally. And let's take a look now at the, the market action on the day today. Like I mentioned earlier, Dow led the way just 90 points away from its all-time high, up a quarter of a percent today to 36,488. 
Next up was the S&P 500, up 1.4% to 4,793. Still just right at its all-time high as well. Actually, as Kim covered yesterday, hit an all-time high at the open uh, yesterday, but ended up finishing a little bit uh, a little bit lower on the day. And actually, with today's um, slight rally, I wouldn't really call it a rally up just over one-tenth of 1%, but that is an all-time closing high from the S&P, so good to see as well. And then next up was the Russell 2000, has the most room to run before getting back to an all-time high, but up just over one-tenth of 1% to 2,249. And lastly, on the day, our laggard, the NASDAQ, which started off the day slightly higher, sold off after the open, then looked like this afternoon, it wanted to rally to finish positive on the day, was positive until about the last 15 to 20 minutes of trading today, couldn't hold on to those gains, finishing down one-tenth of 1% to 15,766. So really, you know, on this holiday week, none of our market indexes traded in a wide range here, really a pretty narrow day, kind of quiet overall. But we see, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of good things for our markets. One, I mean, it's good that we finished off of the lows of the day. Um, But I'll get to that here in a second. First, let's cover our internals because this is one area that is flashing a bit of a yellow light on the VRA investing system right now. and namely in the NASDAQ, really the NYSE uh, internals have been much better. Uh, mixed a positive, or really positive on the day when I had one finished negative. I'll get to that here in about two seconds. But first, advancing stocks did beat out declining stocks on the NYSE, but they did come back negative for the NASDAQ, which now, this now makes three days in a row that the NASDAQ has had negative or mixed to negative internals overall. So not what we want to see there. Again, a bit of a yellow, flashing yellow light for the VRA investing system. New 52-week highs lows, though, came in positive for the NYSE. NASDAQ, though, what is going on here? We're just over 2% away from an all-time high, but we had 448 stocks hitting 52-week lows on the NASDAQ today, given again that we're just over 2% away from all-time highs. That's a pretty big number there and one that we we want to see continue to, to correct, uh, get some improvement. And then lastly, volume, you know, not too much to read into this here on a light trading day like today, but the NYSE volume did come in negative. That was the one uh, negative aspect for the NYSE today and also came in negative for the NASDAQ as well. Nothing like two to one type of negative kind of day, at least in volume. So not all bad out there. Looking at our sectors on the day today, this is what I'm talking about when I was saying earlier that we see so many bullish factors for our market. We see over the last really week or so, Kip talked about this yesterday as well, the defensive sectors have continued to lead, and we saw it again today, real estate, consumer staples, materials, utilities, all hitting all-time highs today. Those are the defensive sectors. And while on the surface, that may have some worry that market watchers are taking a bit more of a risk-off approach here. Well, at the VRA here, we see things a little differently. Because as money 
has continued to flow into these risk off assets, we still have tech right at its all time high. Dow Jones right at its all time high. S&P all time closing high. Semis right at their all time high here as well. So as we head into the new year, there's still so much money in the system. And it might seem like that there is too much supply because we have, think about it now, more assets to invest in than ever between cryptocurrencies, recent IPOs, the creation of so many SPACs that we've seen over the last two years, you would think there's too much supply to go around. But that's why we see things the opposite here. Not only is there more demand for risk assets than there is supply, but there is massive amounts of demand out there, which is exactly why the defensive sectors can be at an all-time high while we have our other major leaders, the risk-on leaders, right at their all-time highs here as well. So that's why we see this is so bullish. Really, maybe just rarely in history have we had all of these asset classes at or near their all-time highs and so much to look forward to for other asset classes that aren't at their all-time highs, like gold miners, like even some energy stocks. Energy led the way this year, so it's tough to say that, but still not not at their all-time highs, though, at least as far as oil prices go. Um, so again, as we see it here, we don't think there's too much supply to go around. We think it's just the opposite, and it is a byproduct of the massive amounts of liquidity, $32 trillion plus globally in fiscal and monetary stimulus, just money printing on steroids that has created this massive level of demand that takes everything higher from here. You know our views, we remain extremely bullish on this market. Uh, and the key here the, to the take home point is that just because defensives are hitting new highs, that's not how big bull market tops occur anyway. Big bull market tops happen when investors think that the market can't go any lower, where risk assets can't take a dive. Everybody's so confident they just keep putting money, more and more money over and over again. Uh, and then we, when we see a sell-off even, the sentiment indicators don't even get touched. Right, The fear and greed index remains at extreme greed while we're getting a sell-off. That's the kind of action that marks a, a market top. Right now, we're seeing exactly the opposite as well. As soon as we see any type of trouble, we go quickly all the way to extreme fear mode, at least on the fear and greed, on the AAII survey as well. So that's not the kind of action that you see at a market top. Once we get to the point where the market's selling off and investors are staying in extreme greed territory on our sentiment indicators, that's when we'll start looking to really take some serious money off of the table. But in our view, we've still got some time to go for that. We expect that that won't come until we see a melt-up, blow-off style top that likely will last some time, maybe one to two years. That process it either hasn't begun or is in the process of beginning now. So let's take a look at all of our sectors on the day today. We're led by real estate, which hit an all-time high today, despite negative economic news from the housing market. Now, real estate's not always the same as housing. Uh, some of our other housing names were up on the day, though, as well. Also, 
right at or near their all-time highs. Again, this is good. Despite pending home sales this morning, coming in with a big miss, estimates were for an increase of six-tenths of 1%, but they came in at a negative 2.2%. Massive miss from whoever put those estimates together. Uh, So to see housing and real estate up on a day with negative economic news, very bullish sign. Remember, it's not the news that matters, it's the market's reaction to the news. We also got year-over-year pending home sales down 2.7% from earlier in last year, which makes sense overall. The massive housing demand we saw in 2020, people wanting to get out of cities and into homes. Uh, But we while we didn't increase at that same pace, we're still increasing very quickly. So bottom line here for the VRA, as long as mortgage rates stay low, which we expect they will, we expect housing to remain red hot here. Next up was healthcare, also hitting an all-time high today. Utilities, also hitting an all-time high today. Check this out. Materials, also hitting a new all-time high today. And consumer staples as well, hitting an all-time high today. So that's I mean, the first six that I just named there, five or five out of the first six, all at all-time highs. Our laggards on the day were energy, communication services, and financials. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold, now down on the day, just over three-tenths of 1% to 1,805 an ounce. Silver, now down just over 1% to $22.86 an ounce. Copper down as well, a lot of red, in the metal space today, copper down just under four tenths of one percent to four dollars and forty-one cents a pound. And oil, <clears throat> while the energy sector was lower, oil continues to rally, hitting its highest level since the end of November. Now up just over seven tenths of one percent to seventy-six dollars and fifty-three cents a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin now down just over one percent to forty-seven thousand two hundred and twenty-seven a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.